and welcome back to another episode of Too Many Trailers. I'm Marianne. And I'm Kelsey, and I still feel like I'm on cold medicine for some reason. I know, Kelsey's been like... Weirdly energetic? Very energetic. Okay. And, uh... But she's also like drinking tea and having cough drops, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> what's happening? I think like the Alka-Seltzer cold medicine that I took on Tuesday is still sticking with me. For some reason. Is that the last time you took cold medicine? Yeah. And you're still... I still kind of feel like that weird, like... High? High, in-between space. I like to call it spaciness, because it doesn't sound like you're saying, like, oh, yeah, I was high at work today. <laughs> I was so like, no, I was on cold thing. medicine, I swear. Like, but, like, it's that high. weird, like, spaciness. But sometimes I still, like, kind of feel like it. Granted, I still could have, like, be in the midst of this cold. So, if that I sound true. like I have a cold... I have a cold. <laughs> it's because she has one. <laughs> All oh, right. Boy. Well, um, happy continuation of Black History Month. Uh, we have our uh, second full regular episode uh, devoted to speaking about trailers that, that with uh, people, of color. people of color. Yes, thank you. Um, so for this episode, we are going to talk about the lovebirds. Yes. And the... Personal history of David Copperfield. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I've had a TED talk. <laughs> and the crowd goes, ooh. I know when you say like the title of your TED talk is The Personal History of David Copperfield, that is very TED talk. It's very, and you have like an Apple TV remote. Yeah. And then you're like, and next slide. And let's go, people. Like, after like <laughs> being like a quirky story about. Charles Dickens. Dickens, or like how you got into Charles Dickens as a child, and blah blah blah. Oh my God, is this podcast just a, <laughs> a TED talk? Shit, shit, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the first trailer we are going to be talking about today is *The Lovebirds*. Uh, this movie comes out on April third, um, which honestly, a uh, little late. Because it probably should have came around, out around Valentine's Day. Yeah, but that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but it'll probably do better with less up against it in April. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So uh, the uh, director is Michael Showalter. Uh, you may have heard of him from The Big Sick, but other uh, cultish members of his filmography will know him probably from Wet Hot American Summer, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite films, uh, but also The Big Sick is incredible. Y'all should watch it. He also did some episodes of Grace and Frankie. Mm -hmm. uh, a stand-up show. Yes. Not a stand-up uh, I, I, I know, at first I was like, a what? And then I was like, uh. uh <laughs> I understand what she is putting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our writers uh, are Aaron Abrams and Brendan Gale, and this uh, story is also by Martin Giro. Giro, thank you. Like my, my pen was too small. It's okay. Martin, uh, Aaron and Brendan have done very, very much. Uh -huh. um, Martin Giro has done a little bit more. He did, it looked like all of the writing or was like credited for like most of the writing for a show called Blind Spot, which I haven't oh, really heard of. Oh, yes, but I know I that show. Kelsey would. <laughs> But then, do you know the show Dark Matter? Because I know that show because it's on sci-fi, and then I felt better. Okay, I feel like I've heard about it before, but have not watched it. Okay. 
Zoe Palmer was in it at one point, which was uh, really cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. And our composer is Michael Andrews, and he was the composer for The Big Sick. Ah! Yes. With Michael Showalter. Um, he also d has done a lot of other comedies. He did Bridesmaids. He oh, did okay. Neighbors. He did, like, Bad Teacher. So comedies are Right in the wheelhouse of and, this movie. And then he did Donnie Darko <laughs> right at the beginning of his career. And also Freaks and Geeks. Wow, that's a that's big a jump from a big like, jump from like Donnie Darko to like, like a, just Bridesmaids. a super culty film as well, um, to uh, the powerhouse that is Bridesmaids. It's okay, I just didn't expect you to refer to Bridesmaids as a powerhouse <laughs> film. <laughs> I'm in no cold medicine zone. All right. Okay, so the cast. All right, let's go. It's gonna be Issa Rae, Kumail Nanjiani. Kyle Bornheimer, Anna Camp, Paul Sparks, Kenneth Kent Byron. And you know again. what? Again, and you, <laughs> I wrote a little note. I was like, you sure this isn't the photograph? Or <laughs> You were like, maybe this is why they weren't released at the same time. <laughs> Too many friends would be Issa Rae would be the main character in two, in two, <laughs> two in the two Valentine's Day films being released this Moving on. Moving on. Issa Rae and Camille Nanjiani and who else? You, you were uh, up to Kent. Moses Storm, Joe Crest, Andreen Ward Hammond, Blaine Kern the Third, and Catherine. Was that a? No. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no that okay. was a, his name. Kind of rhymed. Yeah, it was. I was. I honestly, that could be another name, and my it's cold okay. brain could just be like, nope. it's fine. It's fine. And then we have Catherine Cohen. Again, their cast was pretty large, so I just tried to narrow it down to the yeah. main kind of players in this field. So let's jump into the trailer talk. Whoa. All right, Kelsey. <laughs> so sorry. It's so funny because when I have a cold, I feel like I'm, like, so exhausted. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I take DayQuil and NyQuil. Like, it's my job when I have a cold. And I, it makes me, like, functionable. Right. But does not do any of this energy Honestly, stuff. I'm pulling this out from the depths of what I have. <laughs> I literally, the past few days, I have been going to bed, I've been like getting into bed at like 6.30. I know, you didn't respond to my text message the other day at like 7 p.m. I was so <laughs> fucking tired. Dude, I haven't had a cold like kick me out, like kick me like mm -hmm. this much in the butt um, since probably a month ago when I had another cold. Okay. All right. Let's get into let's this trailer. Let's talk about this trailer. The Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. Um, the opening? I honestly really I thought liked it, was, it. I thought it was going to be a mini trailer because it like hits you right mm. in the face with it. And yes. I was like, so I was kind of like finishing writing the the like title as yeah. I was playing it because I was like, oh, this one will probably have a mini one. And then when it started, it was like totally in that. The action scene? Action scene. So I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, so I was still writing the title, and then it was actually still going. I was like, wait, fuck. And I totally <laughs> it. I was like, I totally thought there was going to be a little mini trailer it, in there. It really kind of like throws you for a loop, honestly, which I really did like because you, obviously, it's like the lovebirds. It's going to be this romantic film about two people right. in love. And then it goes, boom. <laughs> You hit a car, you, well, if, the if car you're the car somebody. hit the person, and then, you know, then it kind of devolves into this, like, action crazy. film, crazy-ass thing. Okay, 
thin. I hate to refer this beautifully well cast two people of color as the main leads to um, another white lead film, just like we did in our last main episode. Just like how we talked about the notebook. But like, <laughs> now we're going to talk about another romantic action comedy, Date Night with Steve Carell. Oh, Carrell that's and what TFA. I was thinking about. So this definitely it's reminded me of it's Date Night. It's literally like Date Night. Yes, I was. I and that's what I wrote here too. I was like, it looks funny, but I wish this was a totally different story. Mm-hmm. Because it's this basically. Is not I, I'm curious to know if this was literally a rebooted um, film of Date Night, just because of the fact it has the thing of like. Oh, two people going on a date, and then all of a sudden they're whisked away into this like Crazy crime plot crime thing. Um, and it just—I mean, like I really like the opening, and I really like the twist because that's not what I, I went into this film without any information, though. So same. Uh, like my second note is between—it's after it's where it says "OMG" the opening and also the opening music because yes. the opening music was really good and they, and like it, like, it fit with it the was editing. Like, that perfect like soft like this is gonna be a romantic film and then it was like boom and we're like <coughs> where am i what am i watching and it like it really does like it hits do its job it, it did its job of being like yeah. okay now i'm paying attention right and then so my second note is though is this is not underlined what i thought this was gonna be <laughs> um i like i saw like a few like promotional photos though okay, so, kind I, saw, of, like, I know nothing i like kind of understood the, the opening threw me off because I thought, oh, I was going more for the comedy side. It was like, oh, I guess it's like a romantic film. I figured it'd be like right. more of like a rom-com. Awesome. So they were just opening it with like a little bit of romance kind of thing. They were like making out and everything. Yeah. And so, um, but then it devolves into this like thing where they hit a person. They're like, oh, fuck. We hit someone. Well, the, no, the guy comes in and then they start hitting people. Oh, yeah. They get their car I feel like they didn't quote, even quote, cop and... Right, and then he runs over the this person, person multiple oh, times. Yeah. It, it was, was insane. I was like, what am I watching? And then I think it was uh, Kumail or something, or Issa was like, oh, he's not a cop. Yes, Kumail. Yeah, Kumail. So when the cop was <laughs> rolling back and forth over the person, though, Kumail Nanjiani's face, though, was just straight up incredible being like, yep, this is absolutely happening. I can't believe it. But his, it was so stoic. It was just like... Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It was just incredible. I, I really love Kumail Nanjiani. I'm really happy yeah. he's getting much better roles yes. and like okay. very non-typecasted yes. roles too, which is yep. just the cherry on the cake. Right. Pie. Cherry on top. top. Thank you. <laughs> Cold Kelsey. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. It's Cold Kelsey. <laughs> But I did love that, like, idea of being, like, I'm just, okay, so we're just thrown into the situation. I know, yeah, so it's, like, you're really, like, and then you spend a long time in that scene, in the car. Such a like, long time. Like, I was, like, oh, my God, when you show that to me in theaters, like, if I was to watch this in How theaters. How long is it going to be? I would be, be, like, oh, my God, I saw this entire thing in your two-minute trailer because <laughs> a solid minute of it, it was, was this exact scene. It was really, like, the first, like, it, honestly, that scene might be, like, the next, like, 20 minutes of, like, the film. Yeah. Because of, like, they're putting in so much. How much can, like, because they literally go from the car to the, to, like, over the top, but also, like, these people actually exist. Hipster millennials, yeah. Being like, oh, she's running away. In really nice heels that I kind of want. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's me. Um... <laughs> 
but I do like the idea. I mean, I do like crime comedies a lot of the time. I don't love them. Does it remind you of a heist film? Yes, I know. Crime I mean, comedy. okay, it's like a like a. I almost said a struggle in a square, which made would make no fucking sense. I, but yeah, it's <laughs> almost like a square and a rectangle being like um, heists, like. Sometimes, like, squares can be rectangles, but rectangles, rectangles can, can be, be squares. squares. Like, I feel like heist yeah. com... <laughs> Gee, I'm a tree. And I feel like, um, like, heist films are the squares and, like, crime films are rectangles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because they, like, they are kind of the same thing, but not at the same time. Like, yeah. heist films can be crime comedies, but crime comedies can't be heist films. Because that's a very specific genre that I just probably made up. So, you're welcome, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> So All royalties can go to Kelsey. Thank you very much. You know our email. But I feel like when a good crime comedy is done, and I feel like they're not done that often, I feel like Date Night was the last like good quote-unquote crime comedy I saw, which was... Did I you believe, like Date Night? I, I really enjoy it. It's a great like hangover film. Not yeah. like The Hangover, but like you're hang- hungover, and you watch it. It's like mindless. You just watch it's. Yeah. You feel nice while watching it. You feel cozy. You're like, mm, yes, Do I like seeing Steve. Do you a crime comedy? Honestly, yeah, because I know that the stakes really don't matter because you know, you kind of okay. have an understanding that it'll all get solved in like a quirky way at the end. Right, right. Like they'll like solve the okay. case, like, like, or like Issa Rae will probably pull like the criminal mastermind, you know, thing, you know, and Kumail Nanjiani will have like, I don't know, a bucket over his head and be like, I did it! Or something like stupid like that. And that's fun to me. Like, I yeah. like these films. Okay. So, yeah. I forgot I, what I was talking about. Um, um, we were talking about it being a crime comedy. Crime comedy. Okay, good. I was still on track. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I feel like this genre is tapped into just enough mm. to feel like this will probably be like a mild success of a film. Yeah. Um, like I kind of said before, it's like it looked like funny, and some scenes will be funny, but it's like definitely not what I was like signing myself up for. Exactly. And I, like, I kind of wish the story was so, there was something like more like a bigger part of it was different, so that it wouldn't be like oh, it's a remake of Date Night or something right, like exactly. that. Like I really wanted there to be something else to help it stand out. Um, and I felt like we spent too much time in this trailer in specific scenes. Like, we yes. spent so much time in that car. And then when they break into that kid's house. Yes. And then they're like, you're there for, like, a solid uh, At least, like, seconds. 30 seconds. And like, I was like, why are we still in this scene in a trailer? That's why I, like, I'm a little worried about, you know, going to see Same. this film. Because yeah. of the fact that it's kind of, like, all comedies. Fall into our trope. Exactly. Fall into our trailer trope where... You have like too many funny scenes and not enough plot and not enough right. exposition to understand that this film is probably not going to be a full comedy, and that's why we put it into the crime comedy category. Mm. Jesus Christ, say that five times fast. Um, however, um, I just feel like they just use too much. What you're saying, like they use too much, and I feel like yeah. they didn't. Under- In the scene with the cult, yes, I was like, oh my god, and we're here for another like full solid like twenty seconds. Like, I was like, we're spending, like, so much time in these very, like, specific scenes that then we're going to watch again during the film. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, we don't I need really, this much time. I really wish they kind of, like, 
phased over the cult scene because I feel like that would be a really, really funny scene. Like, obviously, right. like... And now, now we already have all seen it. We kind of under, understand what's kind of going to go on, and I feel right. like they really missed the mark with this trailer. Yeah. Um, I feel like I... Yeah. Ha- like, I know what's happening, but I also feel like I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. I, like, I want to know more about, like, what situations they get into but like what why are they getting into this like even with like i hate to refer back to date night but even with date night i feel like you kind of understood it's like okay we're going through this like crime enterprise and you're putting us in the situations and you're not revealing too much but you're revealing just enough to be like oh i'm intrigued so yeah um Um, did you feel like they had too many fade outs in the editing I didn't specifically super notice it, but fadeouts also bother you like about one thousand times more than they That's would bother also me. So you recognize very true. Them easy. Yeah, it just was like it was just it was just distracting. I yeah. feel like they just were like, oh, and we just can't transition properly to yeah. another scene. Um, I also wish that anyone else in this movie was a person of color. I was <sighs> like, this is yeah. just like now it's like okay. You're trying because you cast your leads as people of color. Which is great. But and like then don't don't make it be the only people right. in your entire film. Does this take place in New York City or does it take place in any other metropolitan area? Because I feel like there's no cities where they're all white people except exactly. for two people. We have more people and those people of color can be the good guys and not just the bad guys that are gonna be going through the Trials and Tribulations with Command Lanjani and Issa Rae. Right. So, I feel like... I know, I was like... That's gonna be an issue. Like, I was like... Yeah, I was a little like, oh, I wish that this was written by, like, somebody else with a different view so it would be a different story, because honestly, right. like, when I was watching it, I was like, no, this, this, this is could, not what I want. It's like, sometimes, yes, film. it's great, which we'll go into, I think, with the next trailer, when yeah. you're... Repla- replacing a white person with a person of color sometimes it's really awesome that you kind of don't recognize not to say like you don't recognize race but like you understand that you know this person is a per- different person of color yeah. however you know it's not like a hindrance to the story but also it's like you need to like understand it's like we're not in the era yet of films really anything really where you can't not recognize it and be like, okay, so like we recognize that these are two people of color, you know, it, as a main thing, awesome, great, woohoo for you, but also let's understand that, you know, we need to have a very understanding of, of what diversity really looks like, right? And this is not it. Yeah, and I feel like that this had like, not like this film or this story in general, right. but like you could have used like a, a good cast like this with. Uh, for a film that wasn't written by three white guys yes. and had it be like a really good film that maybe was telling a totally different story and it wasn't just like a like a crime comedy in this same fashion or something like right. that that would have made it more interesting more appealing and not feeling like oh it's a comedy it's thing. a formula like, like, we've already seen this right it, it's because when i read i was like all just right just tell me it's a reboot of date night that's all i need to know and then i'll be like okay that makes sense right. like or just don't pass it off as be like something completely original because it's obviously not. Right. So, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Honestly, it could have used a voiceover in the trailer. It would have been great. Whoa. I know. I feel like Kelsey it would have been in a voiceover. I feel like it would have just kind of elevated the trailer just a little bit, mm. especially like the type of like 
mid-2000s feel that we're right. getting. Like, we're being like, this is so-and-so, and, so, and this is... They're about to go on a date, date. Of their lives. Right. You're welcome. I just, like... Can, I just can sold someone, a film. Wait, can someone uh, edit, if you're out there, can you please edit that over the trailer? The date of their lives. The date of their lives. You're not a cop. Like, it just... It would just right. kind of elevate it just a little bit and make it more intriguing rather than being, like, the same scene over again. Yeah. But that's just me. I agree. Um, got any other notes? Okay. Are you going to see this film in trailer... I mean... In trailer form? <laughs> Sorry. We already did that. <laughs> um, are you going to see this film in theaters, VOD, not at all... Um, probably of? like Netflix or VOD. Yeah. I just feel like this is a good like, hot, like me being hungover type of film to watch. Being like, okay, let's watch this mid-budget crime comedy. I'm in. Let's watch it. Like, I still want to support the film because right. I do love Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani, and Kenneth Kent Bryan is becoming my favorite actor person. I don't know. He's just showing up a lot. I want to support I him. I feel like I feel like he, he deserves it, but. I don't want to see it in theaters because I know I'll be disappointed. Yep. Even if it's only going to be six dollars, because I would see, only see it really on Bargain Tuesday. I just feel like I'd be disappointed with this film. So. I agree. How about you? Same. Same. Like yeah. maybe I'll catch it later on Netflix or something like that. But if I don't, I also would not be disappointed <laughs> like, at all. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a little break. Uh, I'm going to go blow my nose, and then we'll come back and discuss. The Personal History of David Copperfield. All right, talk to you soon. Welcome back to the second half of the episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about the personal history of David Copperfield. I'm so sorry. It's okay. When you, like, sort of paused after history, I was like, I'm still swallowing my <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> Don't choose me to read the second half of the title. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. So we will be t- discussing this trailer. Yeah. Um, let's get into the behind the trailer facts. Yeah. Um, so this is directed by Armando Iannucci. He did the Death of Stalin. He also did a lot of episodes of Veep with Louis. Oh, Louis oh so good. He so good. wrote and directed for both. Really? Death of, uh, no, he didn't write Death of Stalin. Sorry. Um, but did do some writing for Veep. Oh, well. awesome. At least I don't think he wrote Death of Stalin. We'll leave it up to the air for you guys to find out. Go on IMDb and explore for yourselves. Scavenger hunt. All right. So the writer for this film, the writers, I should say, um, is Simon Blackwell, Armando Iannucci, and this is based off the book by our lovely, dear, awful friend, Charles Dickens. Yes. Um, Simon Blackwell also worked on Veep. Oh, fantastic. So they already have a match made together in heaven. on yes. that. The composer is Christopher Willis. He also did Veep with them. Um, he also did Death of Stalin. Um, so, like, he's worked with um, so, yeah. them before. But Christopher Willis also, after those two things listed on IMDb, the other thing that he did a lot of is The Lion Guard. <laughs> The what? Which, do you, do you probably don't know. Who probably. This is. The Lion Guard is, like, the new, like, Disney Junior show based off of other people from, like, The Lion King, like, much further down. Oh, wow. This is, it's, like, generational. 
Like yeah. Lion King, it's like the six generations guard. down. That's cute. That's adorable. So the cast for this, so the cast I actually took off of um, Wikipedia, a lovely source, uh, hmm. because the way they credited people was different and I didn't like it. It was weird. It was hard. It was really weird and I didn't like it and so I chose a different thing, so cool. Screw you, I'm Screw you, Internet Movie Database. Actually, don't. Just kidding because I love Please you so much and you're us. so helpful and yes. Um, so the cast is uh, Dev Patel. You would know him from um, Slumdog Millionaire. Thank you very much. Skins. Yep. Um, we have uh, a new one. Uh, Bernard, um, Peter Capaldi. Oh, we have uh, hands up. The degrees of Bill Nye. So, how we're gonna connect this to our best friend Bill? <laughs> oh my God, our best friend Bill. <laughs> we best can launch friend. a second podcast that's just called. <laughs> Can we just like go through the filmography of Bill Nye's films? Like, I'll be gladly yes. be able to do that. Let's do Let's it. Let's just do it. All right. We'll just secure the time we don't have. So yeah, we've got so much we free got time. So much. Free. We can figure it out because we're gonna we're gonna do it. It's coming. We called our best friend Bill. <laughs> Look out, folks! Look best out, friend Bill coming soon to your ears from us. Just kidding. Just kidding. It'll probably never happen. Fine. <laughs> So Peter Capaldi. So Peter Capaldi um, connects. Uh, so Peter Capaldi, big British actor. So is Bill. British Let's acting collective. Them. British acting collective. Here we go. Here we go. Peter Capaldi was in Paddington. Oh my God! A new one. All right. Oh, I know. Ready? <laughs> it's gonna no. connect in the same way. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, this is gonna connect to Harry Potter. But listen. <laughs> The funny reason why I chose it is because it connects to so many people that were in Paddington and also in Harry Potter. Oh Are God. you ready? No. Amelda Staunton, who also connects is, connects via Pride. So okay, there we go. There we go. Um, Michael Gambon, Jim Broadbent, Julie Walters, and that's and there wow. was somebody else that's in Paddington That's a pretty long too, connection. Whose name I can't remember right off the top of my head. But yeah, like. Six people from Harry Potter were also in Paddington, and so was Peter Capaldi. And as we know, Bill Nye was, was in, in Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome. This is like now becoming like a thing a where thing. it's like you know, you know Harry Potter. He was in the Order of Phoenix. And, yes, it, yeah. He's in uh, the, the six, seven, and eight movies. Movie. And, like it's fine. Know, it's fine. Oh my God, that's hysterical. Anyway, Bill does great work. The Bill, you're doing great. Doing great. I can't wait for your next two films to come out so we can have a little bit better connections, but that's just me. So sorry. It's okay. You know what? We love you. I could look harder for things, but But you know what? We're doing our best, and that's okay. Thank you. you. You're welcome. All right. All right. Great. And that's been the end of uh, Six Degrees. Best friend Bill. Best friend Bill. That was. Degrees, Degrees of, of Bill Nye. Nye. <laughs> All right, so moving on. We have uh, the, the most Welsh name I have ever seen. Oh, it is uh, Morfied Clark. Wow. Hopefully that's how you pronounce your name. I apologize for butchering it. Um, you know what? It's probably Morfid. <laughs> we have Daisy Mae Cooper, Rosalina Eldazar, 
uh, Hugh Laurie. I know. I haven't like. I haven't heard yeah. Hugh Laurie's name in such a long time. Since probably Bridget Jones's diary. Since House. That too. He's also known for that. Yeah. We have uh, Tilda Swinton, my favorite uh, actress. Uh, we have Ben Wishaw. Uh, he's a famous name. I can't quite remember what he's been in. He's been in a lot, though. Oh, he was also in Paddington? <laughs> <laughs> he voices Paddington! Uh, oh my god, he voices Paddington. He does voice Paddington. Have you seen Paddington 2? Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Watched it with Gorgeous. the kids. Oh my god. I was crying in the prison scene. Uh, <laughs> alright. And last but not least, we have Paul Whitaker. Or, nope, that is not his name. Paul Whitehouse. Okay. So some other people that were in this film, <laughs> when Whoops. you look through the IMDb listing, which uh. is very different than the Wikipedia listing. Yep. Um, so, A, Gwendolyn Christie's in this film. Oh my god, my queen. I know. Um, and Gwendolyn Christie is pretty fab for when she was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. And when she and Daenerys were like, everybody was like, y'all gonna date? No. <laughs> nope, they never did. They didn't. I was mad. It's fine. Um, also, Darren Boyd is in this film, and mm-hmm. I was looking at his face, and I was like, why do I know you? The answer was, um, he's from a film that we have not mentioned as a Rainbow Connection in oh, this such... Is rainbow oh, this connection. is our Rainbow Connection. Do you want to... Rainbow Connection! Okay, then we're, we're going to go. <laughs> um that we've not mentioned in such a long time, but it's a British film. Got any guesses for me, Kelsey? There's so many to choose from. Um, is it Lizzie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a film we talked about, but I used to bring it up as a Rainbow Connection. There was like a span of like Me Before months. You? No, not Me Before you. you. You're on the right track, yeah. you know it. Yeah. You do. I do. Wait, no, because we haven't. We literally haven't. We haven't talked about it in months, but there were like there was a span of like multiple months where it was only this one. Um, imagine me and you. Yay! I remembered it. Thank you. My Downton Abbey notes. Thank you. Yep. So, uh, Darren Boyd was in that. Pretty great. He was a dick (laughs) in that film. (laughs) Didn't like him very much. But um, but it's okay. It's fine. It was just your character. I'm and sure you're fictional. a good person in real I really, life. I really hope he is. But you know what? We all have hopes and dreams. So. <laughs> Inspiration from Kelsey. <laughs> do, do, you know, we, <laughs> we might not always be good people, but we all have hopes and dreams. <laughs> it's another uh, oh, minute with Cold Kelsey. <laughs> Alright, so uh, should we jump into the trailer? I think we should. Discussion? Um, Because I have a lot to talk about. Great. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it starts out with, you know, funky Tiny. Tiny. David Copperfield. Who is adorable. And the fact that they're using this tiny child, who is a person of color as well. It's not like they're like... He's a, a little white boy who goes up to be Deb Patel. <laughs> because I'm sure they've done that before. Because they're just like, oh, you know, there's no people of color that can fill this position. We're like, oh. Oh, really? really? But anyways, I love that they're using this narrative of being like, who are you? And being like, I'm David Copperfield. And 
someone goes, goes who like uh, are you David Copperfield? And he says, I am indeed, which is very much just like solidifying me like, bitch, look at me, this is who I am. And I really, really like that idea, especially with a person of color, um, yes. you know, and being a main character. Name and all exactly, it's sold up. It doesn't, you know, it makes them realize this is not a background character. This is who we're yeah. following. Sit down, buckle the fuck up. We're going. Wow. I'm cold. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. My um, note right after he's adorable is that Bill Nye could have easily played Peter Capaldi's oh, role. So easily. Bill, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he was beat. He busy probably, honestly, he probably turned this down for Emma, I want to say. Yeah. Because I feel like they probably filmed it at the same time. Probably. Um, and it's like, I feel like this movie is really not Bill's speed. I think it's too quirky. In a sense. I don't know. Bill's a quirky dude. Did he, you see Love Actually? I, I did see Love Actually many he a time. He plays like a... But that's more grounded in reality, I feel like. And I feel like his character... his role is very... Very... He's a quirk master. Absolutely. However, he does have a lot of heart in like the ending scene. He's like, I just want to spend Christmas with like my best friend. Like, It's more of like a grounded character, even though he's like... Blah, 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 into the microphone, like, the first ten seconds of the movie. However, um, I do feel like Emma's more his speed because he can jump off of stairs more. <laughs> Kelsey's like, but look, let me just tell you that it's worth it because he jumps off the stairs. He jumps off the stairs quite a few times, probably, in Emma. So. I hope so. I Something to look forward to. I just we need to make a count. I was just about to say, I was like, let's make... A jump okay. count. Bill's jump count. <laughs> just, just come into the theater with a piece of paper and be like, what's that? Be like, I gotta know how many times he's jumping. I'm just taking down some information. <laughs> um, um, Alright. Yeah. I really like the comedic timing in this film. I do, okay. Fair warning, Armando Iannucci is a, I think is a really awesome and like very modern Yes. director that does take on historical contexts and kind of turns them on its head i think he does it very well so i'm a little biased towards this because um i really really like the death of stalin trailer a lot mm -hmm. and i really do feel like armando either hires someone he trusts or is in the editing room while he is making while the, while they made this trailer yeah and same thing with the death of stalin because that was a very very well done trailer too because it in induces a lot of comedy. Yeah. And I think that this had a lot of good comedic timing. Yeah. Especially it was, when... It, it was, like, funny, but there were some scenes I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But I don't... Okay, so fair warning, I have never read the personal history of David Copperfield. So it's just David Copperfield, I think. Great. I've never read David Copperfield by Charles Dickens. So I can't put any personal understanding it to like what actually like if this book is actually like i don't funny. think so okay because my note is literally like so tell me more about david Copperfield the book yeah <laughs> because I just, like i was like is this a totally like satiric and comedic version of it or is this like you're pulling out what could have been like the humorous parts of it but probably were not as easily read as right. comedy like are you really like working to make this comedy or did you totally like redo it right 
I, knowing how much I hate Charles Dickens's prose, because as we all probably know or probably don't know, I'm not going to assume, uh, Charles Dickens was paid by the word to yeah. write his stories, and that's why I don't like it, because it uses overly, like, not even, like, flowery, flowery yeah. language. It's, like, overtly flowery, just yeah. so he didn't get He was like, more, uh, I'm broke. Which, honestly, like, more you power do to what you. you gotta do. I mean, but, like, I don't personally like it. Like, I can't even get through Oliver Twist in I mean, Oliver high school. is not that difficult, but. No, 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 no. It's not that good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Finally, someone understands that Oliver Twist is not the Kelsey, greatest. We were in the same English class I when know, we had to read Oliver Twist. But I gave up on that book like a quarter way through. So it was bad. It was just bad. I'm sorry if anyone is a Charles Dickens fan here. That's not going to happen in this neighborhood. So no, no. Only the personal history of David. <laughs> And a that's Muppets it. Christmas Carol. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's and all that Dickens You know what's crazy also? Take. Both adaptions. Not his real work. Well, yeah. That's why they're so good. Because it's the Muppets. Because Charles Dickens has been dead for 200 years. <laughs> also, it's the Muppets. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, this kind of, like, like, I really enjoyed the comedian, especially when, like, he's like, what about my mom or something you know and how she they feel? were like oh yeah. no, no no they came in they were like so your mom's very ill very ill and then the guy has the weird voice and he's like terribly ill <laughs> and then he was like your mom's dead and i was like what the f-? and he was like just like he was oh. just like your your mom's dead by the way yeah um and i like it so did he get kidnapped as a child I by Peter Capaldi's character? Fucking no. Because like that's very Dickens. Okay, because, I like, wrote in Oliver yeah, Twist. Okay, yeah. Don't they get like? Don't they get? Is this kind of kidnapped? Story? Right, but then there's that guy. I don't remember his name, and they go to pickpocket. Maybe he like. Oh, is it like the ragtag group of adults? Yeah. That he like, What's this? The 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 don't, guy. I don't don't care. don't don't don't, care, care, don't, don't care. exactly. But I think they. I feel like they get like either like. Almost like the kidnapped? Uh, yeah, like he the gets modern modern day equivalent of like kidnapped into a white van with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect that, but yeah, no, just no, like, but like, no, like you know, as a kidnapping, he kind of just gets like, like takes anything. him yeah. off the street, yeah. like literally not being like we're gonna give you a good home. It's like no, we're literally just gonna like push you into our, like a little group of like thirty five year olds that like are also as far as you, and we're also gonna pickpocket, but you're gonna do it for. It was right. basically his, like... Yeah. They were using a kid to do all the things that he's fine. a pimp. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so for this one, when Peter Capaldi kind of throws him through that, like, little, like... Oh, did he throw him? Thing? I didn't oh, see Oh, yeah. That. So, okay. in the beginning, when he's like, are you David Copperfield? And he's like, yes, I am. He, like, grabs him oh. by the back and, like, pushes him into that, see, through that, that like, little window See, that changes just a bit. I was like, did he just... Did he just... Did, what just happened? Yeah. I was like, because it looks like he just grabbed, like, a seven-year-old kid and threw him through, like, a window into, like, a factory to work, which is what I think happened. That's what I think happened. That could also make sense for the time, because they're just like, yep, fuck absolutely. child, they were lost, they don't exist. <laughs> and they were uh, like, we need children we need with children. small fingers to operate machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Things get stuck, you might lose an arm, it's fine. You'll be uh, fine. But that makes sense. Also, I have a cold, so I probably blacked out for that two seconds. So, um, watching that. But that makes so much more sense now why he was, uh, Dev Patel was a grown up 20 years 
uh, right. inside a factory. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so I think he got like kidnapped off the street and pushed yeah, into like a factory that, that with makes kids. One hundred percent. It's very Dickens, right? Dickens like makes weirdly sense. like always talked about like child labor laws that did exist or something because I mean that's I think he just talked about child labor because it was such an issue. Thank you. You're welcome. But like, bro, couldn't you have done it to be like, look, satirical way? Because I feel like. No, he was a white dude. Do you dude. think that no, Charles Dickens is a satirical writer? One could only wish that Charles Dickens is a satirical writer. No, he was like, let me tell you the facts about child labor. They steal kids <laughs> Thanks, off professor. the street. <laughs> and like, you're, you are, he's like making a social commentary on it, just not in like a satirical or like... He was just being like, this is way. like how life is. like, this is. is how it is, it's unfortunately. Like literary he's fiction? Like, he's like talking about it in like a, like from the perspective of children that are right. used as labor. Yeah. So it's not like he's like, it's a good thing. He's like, <laughs> he's like do it. He's like, look at how terrible it it's is It's not like a us. modest proposal, but like right. level of satire, but uh, just enough where it's like, wink, wink, we all know this is bad, but we're not doing shit about it. So. Right. right. Um, so in terms of the, the the clothes because I because we talked about Emma and how like bright oh. and lively it was. Yeah. Um this was very drab and very of what I'm trying to talk about with like period pieces and how they use clothing being like even though they're colorful and cheerful, it's always like beiges and oranges and like browns and blacks and I hate it. Really? Because I thought I thought a lot of it was like It's very pastel were like shot bright. But, but you're right, not as bright as Emma. Not as bright sure. as Emma because they did use like a very like film, like a like a filter almost mm. on the film where it made it look like it was like, supposed to be shot in the eighties or something. Like it like it was very like different how it was shot, but it wasn't like as clear and like as the day where you could really immerse yourself. I think that it was also moving a lot faster. So much but faster. But like not in the way that like so Emma because it didn't have the dialogue you even though it's moving fast. Yeah. It wasn't like you were missing things. Whereas with this, like with all the dialogue and all how fast it was trying to move and things like that and you were really trying to like listen and like catch on, it was like what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we <laughs> yeah. doing? Who's happening? What's what, happening? Who's who? You know. And I think a perfect example is the fact that, like, when he got thrown through a window into a factory, I you were like, "Oh did, shit! Oh what? shit! What just happened?" Right. I feel like a lot of the times, like, I couldn't really understand really what was going on. And like, I had to sit back and be like, "Oh, it's just this like guy's life." I had to watch this like three times. Same. And like, as much as like, I like love the costume design. I like like this like that. It just needed to slow down just yeah. like a fraction of a speed. Just so you can understand really what's going on, because it's like, yes, it may be the trials and tribulations of this dude's just like right. life of life. being just being like David Copperfield, aka the personal history of David Copperfield. I feel like we needed a little bit more of sense of being like, oh, like this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. I did again. The editing was just a little too fast for me. I know that's usually like not quote-unquote problem for us but i feel like in this case it just needed to like slow down when it's like a story that is written the way that dickens stuff is written and all those kinds of things because you know that the dialogue outside of the trailer like in the movie it's gonna be long-winded unless they do some major edits which they might which hopefully they will oh one of the notes i had when i heard an actor speaking i was like is that is that long and (gasps) i was like it is! Oh my god! And then Benedict. I looked up and it was Benedict Yay. Wong. I really like 
I was like him a lot. Which is funny because it'll be him and Tilda Swinton will be. Oh in my it god, too. it's a Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange reunion. As all the media outlets try to clickbait us into <laughs> Benedict Wine, Tilda Swinton walked down the red carpet. It's a Doctor Strange reunion. Do you think they'll have information on Doctor Strange three? Click to find out. It's okay. No, this is That's fine. exactly they what they They need to make a say. Doctor Strange 2. It's already in the works. They're going to do the, it's the whatever of madness, right? Doctor yes, Strange. Yes, with the, uh, Wanda. So excited for it. I'm going to die. Uh, but yes, no, but I yes. agree. Yep, like it's, it's a little, nice little Doctor Strange reunion up in here. But I was just like, <laughs> I heard the voice and I was like. You know, it's he has a very like distinct voice. He does. And I really like it. I, I bet if you listened to it again, you would be like. Oh um, my god, there it is. Probably when my ears are not clogged, you know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it might feel like that, my that, might help. That, that, that sounds like it could help. Probably be a little bit better. Um, so I kind of going into my last note about okay. the trailer. Do you have any more that you want to um, share? I do. Oh my god, what the fuck was that donkey scene? Um, I don't know. That was the moment where I was really like, what? But that happening that, and also... What is this book possibly? Like, yeah. Like, tell me how you got this from the book. I because, really, like, yeah. I, I, I know <laughs> that this didn't happen in the book. <laughs> like, I know that, like, I've not read this, nor do I know anything about this, but I know that a scene I like know this shit didn't happen in the book. So tell me how you got there from whatever happened in the I book. I really feel like that's more of an Armando Iannucci thing. I Which is it. fine. I was just yeah. like, when like, it happened, what? I was just like, the fuck she just ran after and kicked somebody off a donkey i was like what the hell is happening in this film <laughs> i was literally like watching it and i was like am i is this is this happening i yeah. was like what but yeah it's interesting um the other thing i thought is that um i did not really need the name thing at the end david copperfield david like that thing yeah yeah and i just felt like Especially coming right off of Emma last oh, for the last yeah. episode where they were like Emma, 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 Emma. It's the same. It's like thing. that, and then if you even think going back to the Little Women trailer where they were like Amy, Meg, Joe, Beth, like with all the names just over and over. Just disassociating because of yeah. the fact that I'm really worried that this is become a trend in oh, trailers. No, please. I mean, I hate we it. have three now: yeah. David Copperfield, Little Women, and well, Emma. I mean that's. Kind of little Women is a little different. A <clears throat> little different, but... Um, but it, it was because in Little Women they'd used it in that little mini trailer first. And then oh, they used yeah. it again in the actual trailer. And yep. I was like, murder me. Um, but for this one, I was just like, at least in Emma's, because there had been no dialogue when they did it, 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 makes it sense. was fine. Like, but it there didn't bother me. But so this, much I'm going like, you know, it's a heavy, it's like a full, like, trailer. And then, like, dialogue, 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 dialogue to... David Copperfield, David Copperfield, David Copperfield, I just, David Copperfield. I'm, and I was like, all right, all right, we get it. I really think that this will become a trend in period pieces because oh. it worked so well for Emma. They're like, oh, this is going to work fine for David Copperfield or this is going to work fine for Every this weird film. Julius Caesar docudrama that we're going to be doing for some reason. <laughs> That's one hell of a prediction. Honestly, if that comes true, I will be shook. <laughs> Be like, oh, my psychic powers are real. <laughs> um, um, but that was my main other, like, last note of things. Like, because I didn't, like, as a full trailer, I didn't really love this. Right. Um, and that was just, like, that as the ending kind of for it. It was, like, it was just, just not really good. Yeah. It was definitely did not do it for me. 
Um, the one thing I really loved and really or really really liked about this, I know we expressed issues with the lovebirds not being, well, granted it's a modern setting so there's issues in that corner but um, one thing I really liked about this was that no one, I mean in this trailer specifically, granted I haven't seen the film so I don't know what can come of it. I feel like the people of color are not being like, this oh, is a yes. race thing, yes. you know? No, you're right. I really did, no one like asked questions. Everyone's like, okay, you're just a random, you're just a person in this movie, you know, providing a, Dev Patel's just providing a wonderful face for this character. Right. And there were a lot of other people of color. Yes. Which exactly. was helpful. And it was like in all aspects of society. It wasn't just like the poor the people poor or people. people of color or just like there was a really good eclectic. I shouldn't say really good. There was a good eclectic mix. Yes. Of yeah. uh, diversity in this movie. Yeah. Um, and it just really allowed me to just kind of enjoy it rather than thinking about Oh, is this going to be about an issue, you know? Or in, is or how are we going to do to talking about race in here? Right, is, exactly. Is Dev Patel can be the only person of color in this film? Right, exactly. So I was, um, I was really. You're right. Yes, that was it a, just, that it, was a big difference. It was, between an, these two. and it was really yes. nice. Yes. To see it, especially in period pieces. I know that Dev Patel is also uh, watching, uh, not watching. He's uh, performing in another movie uh, as a medieval king, mm. and no one, I don't think ever, anyone like makes a fuss that he is like a person of color as well and i think that they actually like represent his like quote-unquote prophecy as a person of color so they're like paying attention that he's a different race however not not to say like not making a big deal about it but understanding that he's just a character in this movie right and so and it and it just like really let me enjoy the trailer rather than being like oh i have to think about this now Right. And it was really right. nice because a lot of times with period pieces, I kind of just want to be told a story rather than, you know, being like, okay, let's think about the conflicts. And, yeah. You know, let me just watch it. <laughs> um, but overall, um, again, I have a cold, so this could also be different when I rewatch it when I'm not on a cold. I did enjoy it. Plot twist. Plot Kelsey, twist. Kelsey liked a period that Marion didn't like. What? Um, I did enjoy this trailer a lot. It was a little too fast, and there, I did have issues with it. However, it was fun. Uh, granted, Armando Iannucci makes really good fun films, fun yeah. period films, or fun historical films. And I feel like it's just going to be, like, hopefully, it's going to be a joy to watch, especially with a lot of actors I do enjoy, like Hugh yeah. Laurie, Tilda Swinton. You know, Benedict Wong, Adep Patel, yeah. Peter Capaldi. Like, I like all of these actors, yeah. and I really, like, like seeing him in the setting, especially Hugh Laurie looks like a weird... He kind of reminded me of Benjamin Franklin a little bit, like an eccentric it, Benjamin oh, Franklin yes, when yes. they, like, do in, like, supernatural TV shows whenever they showcase ah, Benjamin Franklin. Yes, they're yes, like, yes. ooh, the odd eccentric white guy. Like, that's what he reminded hmm. me of. That's, and, a, that's a, yeah, that's good. So I did enjoy that characterization of Hugh Laurie because it's something different. It's not like, I'm playing a doctor or I'm playing a mean, grumpy old man. So it was nice to see that as well. So I feel like it's also stretching actresses' limits. So I do think that this was a fun trailer to watch. Granted, I'm also on a cold, so anything that's just bright and colorful and fast-paced, I'm like, sure, why not? Let's get this in my eyes. So... (laughs) Yeah, and um, 
God damn it, Armando Iannucci, this almost makes me want to read the book. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Because wow. I, but Kelsey, I just a really proclaimed last episode, as in in this same very month of this year, just who stated, I hate Dickens so much, and there's no way I would ever read his stuff. I I just think that he, the director, directed it in such a way that I feel like I would enjoy it, but I just know in my heart this fucking book will never make it past the first page. Yeah. So. Yep. Then then you'll remember. You'll be like, this is why yep. I hate Dickens. Understand why Tosses I hate him. Tosses it across Tosses the room. This. <laughs> it fucking goes out my window. Fuck this. Um, so yeah, so Marianne, do you think you'll be seeing this in theaters, VOD, Netflix? Um, definitely not in theaters. Okay. Maybe like on Netflix or something eventually down the line. Yeah. But yeah. No big plans to see it. MBD. Yeah. How about you? I honestly might want to see it on a Bargain Tuesday. Oh, I know. My God. I know. I just feel like I'm. I gotta stop. <laughs> I just. I really think I'd have a good time watching this. Which is such a weird statement to make after my statement about Emma, but there's something about the charm and quirkiness of Dev Patel being in like period like clothes. So you mean you're gonna go see this film and not go see how many times Bill Nye jumps off the stairs? I mean, I can see both. You okay. said that like you're gonna drag me to the theater to see Emma, so it's true. You know, check the facts. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, getting called out. <laughs> Isn't that what Black History Month is all about, Marianne? Getting called out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think theaters just on a bargain Tuesday, though, just because I feel like I wouldn't want to spend like all my money on yeah. it, but I feel like I would want to just see the movie. Like it, I, I, it, it was enjoyable to like yeah. for me to go out. So that's my thoughts. All right. Right, let's do some... Oh, that was a good conversation. <laughs> I feel like we, we have to say that now. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. I it like was, that. Especially because of our different thing of opinions. I know. Personal Away from our norm. <laughs> 2020, it's going to be a big year. <laughs> um, so yeah, we could do a little business. Let's do a little business. Um, so if you want to keep listening to us, uh, we're on iTunes. Uh we, we post episodes every other week. Uh, with some bonus episodes here and there. Thank you. Uh, you can listen to us in iTunes. Feel free to rate us five stars. Uh, review. Uh, it helps us with kind of like the... the Visibility and helping... It helps other people find our podcast. You can also tell other people in the real world about our podcast if you happen to enjoy what we are talking about. Um, but if you don't have iTunes, that's not a problem because we have other hosting sites such as Anchor, which is our hosting platform, and then we also are available on Spotify, Google Play, and Overcast. Um, if you want to connect with us on social media, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, or to uh, or Twitter. We are on uh, those socials at Too Many Trailers. That's T W O Many Trailers. And if you have longer thoughts, do you want to tell us about how great you think Dickens is? Do you want to tell us about how you think Lovebirds will actually be different and good? 
Any other feelings? Bigger feelings that maybe would take up a little bit more character space than available to you on socials? Uh, feel free to email us. You can email us at too many trailers at gmail.com. That's T W O many trailers at gmail.com. Um, and before we part out, uh, before we part away from this wonderful episode, which I'm so thankful that's over, honestly. <laughs> because I'm, I'm so exhausted tired. and Kelsey literally has crashed in the past five <laughs> minutes. Like, she went from like this hyper, like, like, first to half was like, Whew, and Whew. I was like, oh god! And now we she's ran like, from we're a, both we done. went from zero to sixty to sixty to zero, yep. and this cold is ruining my life. So, um, before we go, I always like to give a little parting word, and that word is: please do not judge movies by their trailers. Leave that up to us. Have a great one ever. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.